99.1 The Sports Animal breaks down the beautiful game. Benchmark Physical Therapy brings you the starting 11. Will West and Chris Carroll bring you the top 11 topics in the world of association football each week. Now, let's go to the studio for the starting 11. Welcome into the starting 11. Will West, Chris Carroll here with you. Benchmark Physical Therapy makes it happen every Wednesday night from 7 to 8 o'clock. Your new soccer show right here in East Tennessee on 99.1 The Sports Animal. The starting 11 works like this. The top 11 points in the world of soccer each and every week. We break them down on the show. I am Will West from the starting lineup. You can hear me from 6 to 9 a.m. every single morning, Monday through Friday. And Chris Carroll joins me now. Chris Carroll from Carroll Sports Academy's Chris how are you today, sir? Hi, Will. Great, thanks. How are you, mate? Uh, let's do it. One more time, just a quick introduction if somebody's just checking out the show for the first time. Um, yeah, I'm from Wolverhampton in England. Big Wolves fan. And uh, I've been in Knoxville now. Came to Knoxville with my wife and four kids eight years ago. We were on Carroll Sports Academy's soccer coaching for kids. So if, um, if, you've got, if you're looking for um, quality soccer coaching for children of all ages, youths of all ages, we'd love to see you. There you go. And again, they can find you carolsportsacademies.com. carolsportsacademies.com. Our first point, parking the bus. We talked about this last week in our tactics tutorial, Chris. Uh, but I saw a lot of debate, especially in Europe, about parking the bus as a viable game plan in modern soccer. So I want to ask you, is parking the bus a viable game plan? And I'll give you a couple notes. Spurs managed just six shots their last two matches. Now both of those were win wins. Mm-hmm. Watford. They've had three straight matches without a win when scoring first, then parking the bus. So the question I ask you is 2020 soccer, can you park the bus? Is that a viable game plan to win? It is. I think you've got to define parking the bus. I think the, I think parking the bus can be confused with defending as a team. Okay. So if you defend as a team with the intent on attacking when you win the ball back, then that's a good tactic. That's smart. If you're going to get played around, played played past and through by a, a fast attacking passing team like Manchester City, I think it makes sense to, when you lose the ball, to drop back in your own half, defend as a team. And like we've seen with um, with Wolves and Tottenham, when you've got a Traore and Leicester, when they won the league, they had a Vardy. When you win, when you win the ball back, when you're defending, hit a Traore, hit the space behind the defence, hit Vardy, play him into the space as well, and you've got an attacking option there, a counter-attack, that absolutely makes sense. And that's not parking the bus. In my opinion, parking the bus is when you've got no, atten- no intention of, okay. of that counter-attack. So it's everybody back. You're hoping for a nil-nil. If you can get a point, great. Halfway through the second half, if you can get a, get a free kick on the edge of their box and, and nick a win, nick a one-nil, then that, to me, is parking the bus. And I don't think that's fair on the travelling fans that have gone to watch a team playing that way. Playing that dross, it's really boring, and I, I, I don't like that. So I'll ask you, what Watford's done the last few matches, where they, they get up one goal, mm-hmm. and then from there, then it seems like they are parking the bus. Like, we're trying to play this thing out as a draw from here. Now that we're up one, it's burned them three matches in a row. Mm-hmm. Is that a viable game plan, do you think, in 2020 soccer? Well, again, that's called, sometimes you can't win. Yeah. If they If they continue to attack while they're winning, and then they can see the goal. Well, their game management's bad. They're not managing the game. They should have defend. They should have defended better. They should have held on for that. You know, protected that lead. So maybe the team defense. Maybe they need to work on that team defense. Maybe somebody's not doing what they should be doing. Maybe somebody's not. You know, completing the role that they've been um, coached um, coached to do. 
So sometimes you can't win for doing uh, doing the right thing, you know. Point number two, Nashville SC going to open the 300 level at Nissan Stadium for their opener against Atlanta United coming up on February 29th. More than 30,000 expected against Atlanta on that one. How good of a sign is that for soccer in the state of Tennessee, in your opinion? No, it's fantastic. It really is. I'm I'm excited about this season with with the team in Nashville and the, the fact that they they're getting more they've sold more tickets than they anticipated. That's a that's a fantastic sign. So hopefully Nashville can can come out the uh, can come out the blocks fast and put some good results together. Keep those fans because. You don't want to lose them by putting some poor results together. You'll lose them as quick as you've got them. Yeah, no, that's the key, too, right? Everyone gets excited at the beginning of something like, you know, Major League Baseball sells out opening day all the time. By the time you get to the middle of June, yeah. you got 14,000 people in Yankee Stadium for a series with the Orioles. <laughs> um, so I, I, I like that this is happening. I'll tell you one thing I like as well. They've kept this affordable, right? So they're mm-hmm. willing to sell more yeah. tickets at a lower price. So instead of it's going to be 60 bucks a pop to get in, $12, as cheap as $12 right now before Ticketmaster fees that you can get in in these 300-level tickets right now. I think in the 100-level, it's in the 50s is what you're looking at for uh-huh. to be able to get in. So the get-in price for Nashville SC is is a pretty good one, but the the atmosphere should be good because it's going to be there just off Broadway at Nissan Stadium. It's not that it's so close to everything that's going on there in Nashville. And so I think, I think it's a very good sign. You're right, though. You've got to win or you've got to at least be entertaining. If yeah. you're going to do this, they did win their first preseason match against Louisville. So we'll, we'll see what the, the team does look like and how well they're built. But I love the fact that we're, you know, you did not expect to have to sell this many tickets and have to open the 300 level in this football stadium. Yeah. And, and you're having to open it. You, so you've got more demand than you expected. And I don't know that you can ask for a whole lot more than that. No. And I, I think that's smart to go to be $12 with the tickets because those people that were on the fence, like, ah, should yeah. we go? Shouldn't we I'll go? go? Check like, it out. $12, right? go and have a look. And yeah. then hopefully you'll capture them. Cheaper than a movie. You know what I mean? For oh, hell yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. That's the that's one thing that I think it can be very good for this. And it's another thing that's happening in our state, and it helps grow the sport in our state as well. Point number three, Premier League moving the transfer window, closing back to uh, September 1st to be in line with the rest of Europe. Is that the right move? Did you like the idea of moving the transfer window where it closes before the beginning of the season? Or are you okay with there being virtually a month of the se- of season football being played before the transfer window closes? Yeah, I... Um... It's ideal for the window to close before the season starts. Yeah. And then everyone's settled and know, knows what they've got to, to work with. Um, the, the Premier League, they thought, well, well, we'll change this and the whole of Europe is going to drop in line with us and all follow. <laughs> and then they looked over the shoulder and no one was with them. So they, a couple of years later, they've gone, oops, okay, well, we'll come back to you guys. So they've changed their mind on that one and gone back because what they they. they they don't want to be the only ones. It doesn't make sense, really, to be the only ones because um, things can uh, their their players can be cherry picked and 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 it all go wrong, you know, as far as the coaches are concerned and upset the upset the the squads. Well, you deal with an injury early too, and you can't replace the player unless you look just with someone that is a free agent doesn't mm-hmm. have a contract. Get in line with the look. I, it's like we talked about last week. We talked about the MLS, the the player uh, pay structure and things like that. We know what works in soccer at this point. It's working worldwide, and everybody's making money hand over fist in this thing for the most part. So why in the world wouldn't you just go in line with what the rest of Europe is doing here? Um, If I have a chance, there's a Spanish club that looks at it and says, we want rid of this guy, and you have a chance to pick them up, or somebody comes into camp and they're a problem, and so they want to get rid of their problem, or you open camp and you start the season, and maybe somebody is a little bit of a problem for you, you can move them before the end of the year. 
The, the Premier League is actually going to push it back almost 24 hours beyond what everybody else is. The last day of August is what the rest of Europe will do. And I think it's noon local time here in America, Eastern time, is when they will actually close the transfer window on September 1st for the Premier League. So I, I understand the point of view of you'd like to be settled. And I bet the betting markets would like to see teams be settled instead of you giving out a great bet on the Wolves and then they end up picking up some player that you didn't expect. And all of a sudden, you know what I mean, they're in yeah. a Champions League place. Uh, or if Chelsea, that's a team right now that's on the verge of a champion, like holding on to a Champions League spot, if at the beginning of the window, three weeks in, you've sold, hey, are they going to make a Champions League spot? The answer was no, mm-hmm. and then somebody put a ton of money on it. All of a sudden, they sell Tammy Abraham because they're sick of dealing with him. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they finished eighth in the table. It's all different. You, yeah, and you've ended up taking a bath there in the betting market. So I get that they probably wanted that as well. And I understand the points of view and the arguments for moving it there. I just think when something's working, let's not try to reinvent the wheel. And I do agree with you. I think the Premier League thought they could reinvent the wheel last year. Yeah, they, they did. But you know what I would do? I grew up with the there was no transfer window. The transfer window was only open, uh, introduced in 2002. Okay. So for years, I mean, the, the norm was just to buy a player when you needed just one. Just whenever you need a yeah, player, yeah, no yeah, matter just, what? Just approach him. And okay. if, if the club wanted to sell him, sell him. And, and the player wanted to so go, if, go. If or, man, you wanted to get rid of Pogba on the third week of March, they could do that. Exactly, yeah. So if I had my way, I'd do that. Okay. That makes it much easier. Nope, that would make it much easier. <laughs> in principle, anyway. <laughs> Are you okay with the idea of uh, Champions League allowing players that were picked up in the January window to be on rosters? Yeah. For the knockout stages? Yeah, yeah. I am, yeah. Yeah, I think once you've got a player then the coach should be able to do what you want with them. If they're on the team, they're on the team. Exactly. Right? Roll yeah. them out there. And, and also, give us the best football you can possibly give us. Yeah. It's the only thing we can ask. Exactly. That's Chris Caroline. Will West, starting 11, is on the other side. 99.1, the Sports Animal. Workday Payday is making listeners $1,000 richer four times a day. It's all about the money. We're making thousand airs. I'm Catherine. This is Debbie. I'm Gary. I am a thousand dollars richer. Workday Payday has your money at 8 a.m., 11 a.m., 2 p.m., and 4 p.m. Set your reminders and don't miss your chance to win on 99.1, the sports animal. Chesney Dentistry is a local family-owned general dentist practice serving Knoxville since 1983. At Chesney Dentistry, they've been earning the trust of patients and their families by investing time in understanding their unique dental needs. With highly personalized dental service, they are committed to the highest standards of superior clinical care and integrity to help their patients achieve their healthiest, brightest smile. Chesney Dentistry, with two convenient locations in West and North Knoxville. Schedule a visit today at ChesneyDentistry.com. How would you like to invite your friends to visit you at Stamford Bridge? Or how about a family gathering at Goodison Park? These are just two of the personalized home communities available through Turner Homes right here in Knoxville. Turner Homes has six communities with home plans tailored to you from $184,000 to $600,000. They've been building locally for almost 50 years and are ready to work with you on your new dream home. Visit turnerhomes.com and design your perfect new home online now. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com score. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. 
See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash score. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash score. ZipRecruiter.com slash score. Let's face it. Credit cards are pretty much a necessity. New tires for the car? Uh, here's my card. I take my daughter and her college friends out for sushi. Here's my card. And most of us just accept the high interest rates credit cards charge as a necessary evil. What are you going to do? Here's what you can do. Get a low fixed rate credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream and pay off those credit card balances. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 and you could get your money as soon as the day you apply. The average credit card company charges over 19% APR. But with Lightstream, you can get a fixed rate as low as 5.95% APR with AutoPay. Now I can pay off my high interest credit cards and save money with a much lower rate. Thanks, Lightstream. Want an even lower interest rate? Apply today at lightstream.com slash radio and get an additional interest rate discount. That's lightstream.com slash radio for an additional discount. Lightstream.com slash radio. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com forward slash radio for more information. Whether you up your truck game with Ram 1500 or Ram 3500, at the Ram President's Day event, you'll be hailed as the new chief of trucks. Now, current competitive pickup owners finance and get $7,800 in total values on the 2020 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab. Total values include combined cash allowance and 2300 Bighorn Level 2 package value. No trading required. Current pickup must be registered to consumer for 30 days prior to purchase to qualify. Financing for all qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 3 2020 Looking for children's soccer coaching outside of the club scene? Carroll Sports Academies has been coaching soccer for over 18 years. Their professional coaches keep it fun and build confidence while providing structured classes. Years of experience has helped shape their fun soccer curriculum, which prepares players for competition. Never played before? No problem. Beginners and experienced players are welcome. They truly believe children of any age should receive quality soccer coaching. Check out their website, carrollsportsacademies.com. And now, back to the starting 11. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. Online at BenchmarkPT.com. Hey, welcome back to the starting 11. Will West, Chris Carroll, new soccer show on 99.1 The Sports Animal. We go through the top 11 points in the world of soccer each and every single week. Point number four is where we're at right now, Chris. EPL Executive Chairman Richard Masters says English football's top flight We'll start a Netflix-style streaming service in the future. Here's a quick note for you. At $10 a month, according to The Athletic, with current subscribers to the EPL, the gold package like you get with the, with NBC right now, it could gross $24 billion per year. Is that the right move to over Sky Sports and NBC owning those streaming rights to be able to create your own Netflix-style app where you have all the Premier League games, and then, I guess, presumptively the championship and all the different levels of football beyond that. That's not small change, is it? That's, 24. Uh, it, would, it would make it the EPL the richest league in all of sports. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I know they're, they're talking maybe 2022, so it's not going to be happening anytime soon, the next couple of years. But, well, I believe the EPL has the right to sell its product however it wants to. Yeah. If it's if it's easy for for uh, the consumer to pay ten dollars a month, then yeah, I say go for it. I think I'd be there. I'd be in line and buying that. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, current revenue seven point three billion for all levels of English soccer. That's uh, Premier League, Championship, uh, EFL one and two. And so for those levels of, t- of soccer in two thousand eighteen, 
the last new year we have a numbers for seven point three billion dollars in revenue. The NFL did fifteen billion dollars in revenue in two thousand nineteen. Huh. Fifteen billion. Wow. If you're talking about just on the second tier, and this would still mean if you're, for those of you out there listening, this would still mean your main matches on NBC would still be on NBC or on Sky Sports would still be, still be on Sky Sports or wherever whoever owned the first tier broadcast rights. They would have the right to have. Tottenham against Villa coming up this weekend if that's what they wanted to have at 9 o'clock. But if there were two other matches that were on at that time and you wanted to watch those matches, instead of you paying $3 per match, you would have the $10 streaming service per month where you could watch all of those matches. Let's say that you're a fan of Norwich and they're about to be relegated down to a championship. You could watch that match, each mm. every Norwich match if you wanted to, if that's the team that you kind of fell in love with. So makes sense. Makes sense. It's good for the consumer because you'd still have NBC having their package, and NBC Sports would still have what they have. Mm-hmm. It's just that $3 a match that you have to pay right now if you want to watch Man City against Watford, that's not normally going to be on NBC. Mm-hmm. You'd have the opportunity to watch it at $10 a month instead of $3 per match. Saves the consumer money, and it makes them the richest league in all of sports, which is just absolutely unimaginable if you consider how many people watch that you were mentioning something about just millions of people watching singapore alone right yeah that's right yeah they were saying i forget the figure but just by just by by doing that in one country they'd be making making millions the far east especially is a huge huge market yeah so you have you have the far east you have america i know that um talk sport put the um just sky sports whoever the, the ones that subscribe to sky sports in england it would be 13 billion dollars is what the equivalent would be in England alone, based on the people who subscribe to, to, to Sky Sports streaming network. If you add in the American audience, if you add in the Asian audience and things mm-hmm. like that, I mean, 200 million subscribers and $24 billion a year to start. That also, to me, helps level the playing field a little bit as well in Premier League soccer. Because, yes, there are bigger clubs and smaller clubs, and there will always be some sort of, I don't want to say a caste system, but there will always be mm-hmm. a hierarchy yeah, of, yeah. of for the different teams. But if you're a team right now like... um if you're a team like Villa and you're a big team, but you don't have all that oil money behind you to be able to go buy all the players that you want to, this levels the playing field for a Norwich. This levels the playing field for a Villa. This levels the playing field for Watford. For the smaller Newcastle, for the smaller teams that are there, this is an opportunity where everyone has money and everyone can. It's good for the players because they're going to make a ton more money out of this, right? Right. So it's it's yeah. it, it to me. This is I don't see the the downside. I guess the one argument has been. Will this devalue the first tier rights in that match of the week that you get at noon or twelve thirty on NBC on Saturday? Are they are they unwilling to pay as much if they know the stream's going to be there? I don't think so. I think the top six, you know, your big your flat cats, so to speak. I think they'll they've got enough fans in the, around the world that still pay for pay for those games. Yeah, who it might have a, a positive effect on other championship teams if they if they show some tam- championship games as well. Yeah, give them some money so they can start competing a little bit more with the Premier. Premier League teams also, like your Derby Counties, Nottingham Forest, Leeds United. There's some great clubs down there. Would it change their schedule to get uh, those championship teams to have an opportunity? Are you willing? If you, like, yeah. That's how I look at this. If I'm looking at three moves ahead, I'm, I'm thinking if you're the champ, so if you're the championship and you've got the streaming service and I've got an opportunity to maybe move my match times from where they traditionally are to be able to make sure I've got a window where I'm not competing with the top teams that are out there. Why wouldn't you do that and you grab so many more eyeballs on your team? Yeah, well, there's some Friday games. Well, there's there's at least one Friday game in the championship. The championship have so many games that yeah. they play them virtually all, all, all week long. Yeah, yeah. so I think if you say, look, you know, you're going to make X more millions by just playing on a, on a Tuesday on instead a Tuesday, of a Thursday. Exactly, right? yeah. It'd be like, where do I sign? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, and that's, that's something I think, to me, leveling the playing feels a lot of it because it does feel like you have the big clubs and then there's everybody else. 
Am I wrong to yeah. think that this would level the playing field in some way, or would we just see the big clubs that would still be able to outspend some of those players, but it would just kind of kick up what the revenue and, and the salaries are for players. So we would probably yeah. see the same pecking order we have now. No, I think it would level the playing field. And I think the pecking order sometimes goes in cycles, and we might be seeing a little change in, changing in the guard a little bit at the moment anyway. No, I think it'd be good for the game. I really do. Point number five, has this been a bad Premier League season? In my opinion, no. It depends who you're asking. <laughs> it depends who you're you are. You're an Arsenal fan. It's a terrible year, right? <laughs> That's right. There's a handful of clubs who will say it's a great season so far, and I'll tell you who, I'll, I'll name them. Liverpool, Leicester, Chelsea, from what they were expecting. Yeah. Sheffield United, Wolves, Newcastle. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six teams there. I would say that's normal in a Premier League season that six clubs would say, yeah, it's yeah, good that's, year. Been yeah. A, that's been a decent year. Now, there's always five or six, five or six teams in the, around the relegation zone that would say, oh, you know, yeah, it's been bad. And then there's some in the middle. So-so. So I think it's probably being asked because your top six, Arsenal, Spurs, Man United, aren't up there. So if they're not up there, well, it must be a bad season. Yeah. And, it's, and, and in my opinion, it's not the quality that's gone down. Their quality might, may have gone down, but I think the quality of generally the clubs in the Premier League has gone up because there's a lot more teams now. There isn't Most teams are playing some good soccer at, at times. There's not one team that's just hanging on and, and, and back to parking the bus for the whole game. Norwich are playing some great soccer. They really are, And yeah. I'd love to see them get out of trouble. I, know. I, I really would. Yeah. Um, so the quality of their soccer is great, and they're at the bottom of the league. So I don't think I don't think it's a bad Premier League season. I think your Man United fans and your Arsenal fans are bleating because they're down there and they're struggling. And welcome to real the real world. Welcome to the rest <laughs> of us. What we've all struggled with for years. Uh, uh, and there's a bit of a change in the guard, maybe. I understand the argument. Does that make sense? Liverpool's twenty two points up right now. Right? Yeah, that, that's the. Bad. That's the worst part of it. Yeah, so, so I understand completely why people are saying that. Todd and Man U, Arsenal, as you mentioned, they're disappointing. But but to your point, Wolves, Sheffield United, pleasant surprises right now with the way that they're playing. And I think that the key comes down for me to this. If you pay attention to the entire table, this is a very compelling season. Mm-hmm. If you're just paying attention to your big clubs, and that's it. If you're an Arsenal fan and you just pay attention to Arsenal, if you're a Tottenham fan and did Tottenham win, okay, and if you're, if that's, and don't get me wrong, still watch your matches and enjoy it. And that's, I'm not ripping that at all. But if you're, if you're a fan of just those big clubs and those are the only clubs that you pay attention to, I can understand the argument that this hasn't been the most compelling year of soccer. But if you're really paying attention across the board to what's going on, this, I mean, Bournemouth looks like they've gotten their way out of relegation territory, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's been compelling when you go top to bottom on this table. It's just a matter of, you know, I'm a Tottenham fan. It's disappointing. Arsenal fan is disappointing. Man U fan, it's disappointing. So Yeah, and maybe it's made more people aware of other teams. Yeah. Because people who've just been following soccer for the last four or five years, they they reel off five, well, they're five they're, names. They're what I used to be three years ago, uh-huh. which was, did Tottenham win? Okay. Is yeah. Tottenham on? Well, I'm watching. Is right. anybody else on? No, I'm not. Yeah. Right? Who's Bournemouth? Who's Wolves? Yeah. Who's Newcastle? <laughs> yeah, I know. People used to say to me, who do you support? I go, Wolves, and then I get the, the blank look. Yeah, you know, no, no idea. Go, okay. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, North Carolina <laughs> State has a soccer program? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So I think it's good that more people are aware. They, they, they know Leicester now. They've heard of Sheffield United. I mean, who, who'd have thought, you know, the Blades? Yeah, so, yeah. So um, I, think, I think it's a great season. The, the downside is that Liverpool are so far ahead so early. 
Nothing against Liverpool, Liverpool fans. I, th- I, I still think they're uh, not admitting it, those fans, that they've, they've won the champion, <laughs> won <laughs> the league yet. They, they don't want to jinx it. But other than that, I think it's been a good season. Point number six, Cristiano Ronaldo scored his 50th for Juventus. How is Ronaldo doing this at 35 years of age? I think the stat's correct. Five years in a row of 25 goals or more. It's unbelievable, isn't he? Amazing. It's obvious, he's looking after himself physically, isn't he? I mean, that, his lifestyle and, and yeah. obviously what he what he eats, how he trains is is it's got it's almost like a, what it is like an Olympic athlete. It's perfect. It must be perfect because for him to keep, you know, he doesn't look any any different now or play any different now to how he did however many what ten fifteen years ago. That um, I, I saw him score his. His, his goal just the other day scored in 10 consecutive Serie A Which games is just now. crazy. And especially after he did not win, uh, after Messi beat him out for the player of the year. He has <laughs> gone out. He's scored in every match since. <laughs> yeah, he's, made, he's 10 consecutive games, which is the uh, Juventus record. And and he, ha- he, he, he he laid the ball off on the halfway line. Then he had to outpace the defender. He, he took the return pass in front of him and he had to outpace the defender. So he's not scoring tap-ins. He's still playing the way he's always played. You know, one thing Ronaldo did was he was the first athlete I ever saw, and a major athlete that really, and maybe Olympic athletes did as well. But he is the one that is kind of set the standard for paying attention to recovery, to athletic mm-hmm. recovery. Um, when I hear Floyd Mayweather is a guy who's been doing it into his, you know, in the 40 years, so late late 30s, and in, into his 40s now. They, Ronaldo's the guy that was mentioned when his team talks about his recovery. LeBron James. And that Cristiano Ronaldo's the guy that this team pointed to to say, this is where we learned this from. Tom Brady. This is where we learned this from. Was from Cristiano Ronaldo and the way that he was so in Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. The way he was so into recovery. And Ronaldo was the first guy that internationally everybody kind of looked at and said, okay, that's interesting. Um, whole body cryotherapy is the thing that mm-hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo kind of helped make famous for athletes because he was using that for recovery. Ronaldo's been doing this for a decade plus, mm-hmm. right? Where he's been using these types of recovery techniques to make sure that he can recover. And he's always stayed fitness. I mean, he stays on top of it, but... I do think because we're le- one generation learns from the the previous one when it comes to training your body, we have learned in this generation very specifically about recovery and how much that matters as far as your longevity is concerned. Mm-hmm. And Ronaldo was on the forefront of that. Yeah, recovery it was wasn't a wasn't a thing before, was it? it uh, what did you guys re- do back in the day? What kind of recovery? What what did, what did your recovery regimen look like? <laughs> the opposite. They all plunge into a cold ice bath now. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad I'm not around now. <laughs> it was a hot bath. It was a hot bath for us. And uh, and yeah, I'll, and then I better not say what else. You know, it was just a, a, a couple of beers, <laughs> I was and, uh, a couple of beers, a glass of whiskey, a couple and, uh, of beers, and that was it. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm going to have to get one of me one of these um, chamber things. Oh, if you have another cold body cryotherapy, therapy, yeah, I do the yeah. place up the street here. Ice, ice up. It's fantastic. I want to get me one at home. I can, it, it, I can barely walk in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chris Caroline, Will West. This is 99.1 The Sports Animals. How would you like to invite your friends to visit you at Stamford Bridge? Or how about a family gathering at Goodison Park? These are just two of the personalized home communities available through Turner Homes right here in Knoxville. Turner Homes has six communities with home plans tailored to you from 184000 to 600000 They've been building locally for almost 50 years and are ready to work with you on your new dream home. Visit turnerhomes.com and design your perfect new home online now.
Benchmark Physical Therapy is a leading physical therapy provider dedicated to bringing you back to your best. Benchmark focuses on proven methods, people helping people. Benchmark has more advanced certified clinicians than anyone in the region and outcomes that exceed national standards. Benchmark therapists know the importance of establishing trust with their patients. With over 30 locations in the Knoxville area, we have one close to you, including Lenore City, Powell, Hardin Valley, and two locations on Chapman Highway. Visit BenchmarkPT.com for a location near you. Chesney Dentistry is a local family-owned general dentist practice serving Knoxville since 1983. At Chesney Dentistry, they've been earning the trust of patients and their families by investing time in understanding their unique dental needs. With highly personalized dental service, they are committed to the highest standards of superior clinical care and integrity to help their patients achieve their healthiest, brightest smile. Chesney Dentistry, with two convenient locations in West and North Knoxville, Schedule a visit today at ChesneyDentistry.com. Let's face it, credit cards are pretty much a necessity. New tires for the car? Uh, Here's my card. I take my daughter and her college friends out for sushi. Here's my card. And most of us just accept the high interest rates credit cards charge as a necessary evil. What are you going to do? Here's what you can do. Get a low fixed rate credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream and pay off those credit card balances. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and you could get your money as soon as the day you apply. The average credit card company charges over 19% APR, but with Lightstream, you can get a fixed rate as low as 5.95% APR with AutoPay. Now I can pay off my high-interest credit cards and save money with a much lower rate. Thanks, Lightstream. Want an even lower interest rate? Apply today at lightstream.com slash radio and get an additional interest rate discount. That's lightstream.com slash radio for an additional discount. Lightstream.com slash radio. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com forward slash radio for more information. You have to be up in five hours, two hours, six minutes. And when you hear, you realize that you haven't slept a wink. That's why there's Z-Quil Pure Z's, a drug-free blend of botanicals with an optimal dose of melatonin, so you can fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. It's available in both liquid and gummies, tastes great, and is non-habit-forming. Pick up Z-Quil Pure Z's from the sleep experts at Vic Z-Quil. Z-Quil Pure Z's, naturally superior sleep, available at retailers near you. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic... Who deserves to win big this season? My two cents, good drivers. I mean, that's why there's Snapshot from Progressive. Let's go to Rick for some confusing metaphors. Look, if you put a classically trained cellist in a garage band and you tell him to play for Layman Young, I guarantee you, the meat on that burrito ain't gonna light the candle. Thanks for clarifying, Rick. If you're a good driver, there's no other way to say it. You deserve discounts with Snapshot. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. From the pitch to the transfer window, we cover it all on the starting 11. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. I want to break free. I want to break starting 11 99 the sports animal. Will West, Chris Carroll, soccer show right here in East Tennessee. Every Wednesday night, top 11 points in the world of soccer for the week. You can always catch the podcast as soon as the show is over. 991dsportsanimal.com or we'll throw it out on the old social medium sites as well. All right, point number seven is our tactics tutorial. Chris, you have a very interesting tactics tutorial this week when you told me what you're going to talk about. Pretty relevant as well because we finally got to see another match with this team and they're kind of the surprise team probably of the Premier League this year. Yeah, Sheffield United. I'd heard about their innovative style of play and and and, and watched them play a couple of times and... Um, they were on last weekend, and I thought, I'm going to look at this 
more closely. And it was amazing how they they play three at the back and their outside backs overlap at every opportunity. So now you could say, well, Liverpool do that because they've got Trent Alexander-Arnold and Robertson on the other side and they overlap as well. But they play four at the back, so they always leave three home. Sheffield United, they'll, they'll, Chris Basham, I watched Chris Basham who plays on the right of the back three. When Sheffield United had the ball, they all attacked. Basham was off and he was comfortable off without the ball and he'd overlap his midfield play and he'd play, he'd receive the ball somewhere between, in the little channel between, between the forwards and the midfield players. And he caused havoc. Because no one would know who to pick him. No one would know who to pick him up. Yeah, he's, he's come from nowhere. Basham, two or three times, ended up on the byline, which is the extension of the goal line between the goalpost and the corner flag, like a winger, crossing the ball or dropping it back into dropping it back to a midfield player, and he and he wasn't picked up. And it happened, and it wasn't chance. It happened two or three times, and he was comfortable with the ball. His feet now he's a big guy. Now, Basham, he plays at the back, and he's got a perfect name for a centre-back. <laughs> but it, uh, there's more to his game than his last name suggests. He, yeah. he was a really, and, and the guy on the other side did the same. They were very comfortable. Now, everybody knew what was going on, though. He just didn't trundle off on his own, and then midfield players weren't aware of that. So yeah. the, midfield, the midfield guy on his side, he maybe just, just be aware and drop, uh, semi-drop in for him so that... If they lost the ball, that, that was going to be my question. Yeah, yeah, so if they lose the ball, it's a matter of they, they do have a game plan. It's not as if he just has the pace that he can make that up. Right, right? no. And what happens is this, the centre-back out of the three, so Basham's on the right, he goes. The guy in the centre at the back, he pushes across to the right. The guy on the left pushes across to the centre. Then your midfield player on the left, your far midfield player, he's aware. So he's aware. he's ready to drop back as well So to, to cover that back line. To, to become the defender on the back line. When they attack, they've got two guys at home in defence, and then all of a sudden there's six, six in midfield or someone's nudging the, the third one into the, into the attack, and it, it causes chaos. Teams have watched them do this in the Championship. They play the same way in the Championship. Teams thought, people thought, well, can they do the same in the Premier League? They've got to adapt, surely, and they haven't. They've kept doing it. Now, why teams don't know how to counter this, I don't know, but... But it was really, it was interesting to watch, and it was it was very good, and it was, it was almost like so you got players interchanging, dropping around for each other, almost making circular movements in there, running off yeah, the ball, like a rotation, yeah, yeah. Like, a, like basketball defense, kind of rotating. Okay, right? yeah, and it, and it, and back in the seventies, it was called total football by Johan Cruyff and the Dutch. Okay, they had this total football concept. Now it, it, it's basically pass and move, and it's just being smart, and but it's 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 making defenders comfortable enough on the ball to be able to to be able to attack and not feel out of place when they end up in in the attacking line they're not just there to to head in corners and head in free kicks he was a genuine attack and it, and, and it blew me away it was really really good how much do you think it's cha- that that's changed over the recent years are we seeing more and more in the, of that type of movement i know false nine was the thing that there was a big deal there for a second that that yeah. kind of came out of have we seen this type of innovation with today's managers maybe that we didn't see in the past we're starting to see it now Chris Wilder is the manager, and he he's Sheffield. He was born in Sheffield. He, he used to go and watch Sheffield. He played for Sheffield United, and now he's the manager. So he doesn't get enough credit. If he was Spanish or Italian, 
he they would be all over him, and they'd be they'd be saying he should go to Forest and oh, yeah. no, he should go to Spurs and and Man United. Yeah, he'd be up for the next big job because it's Chris Wilder from Sheffield United. It's it's almost gone under the radar. You know, everyone goes, yeah, great system, and then it's forgotten. And then now let's look at the big six again. He's taken it to another level. He's made them. He's obviously made his players so comfortable on the ball, and he said, look, just just play what you see in front of you. Go for it. One thing I noticed is between that, the false nine, the Garrett Southgate, Southgate with what he did with the English national team on set on set pieces. Um, I don't know if you ever read about that, that he went to the Minnesota Timberwolves and their then coach, um, uh, Tom Thibodeau, and said, what do you do on inbound plays in basketball? And found different ways to create picks and rubs and that. screens and things like that to get guys free on set pieces for them to have a better opportunity to score, like like an inbounds play a in play. basketball, yeah, a play and, rather than hoping for the best, exactly. And so it's just interesting to me the way that we're seeing in the last few years, kind of an increase of that more in in the world of soccer. Point number eight: a lawsuit could force the MLS and USL to have promotion and relegation. That lawsuit is felled. Would you want to see relegation and promotion in American soccer? Yeah, I would. Well, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody, but I've heard a, a number of people would like I, to see it. Yeah. I have net, not heard from anyone that says that they would not like no, to see it. No, it would just bring them in line with the rest of the world. Games would be more exciting because there'd be jeopardy hanging on it. There'd be there'd be a consequence to losing. And, a little and, more motivation for the teams yeah, that maybe player, want to think, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. Players would be more up for it. Fans would be more into it. It can only be good. I I, I don't know. Well, I do know why, because of ownership and, and, and yeah, that kind there, of thing. There, I think there are 11 right now USL teams that are owned by MLS teams. So it's almost like they've set up a minor league system more like baseball using the USL mm-hmm. as opposed to let's create the best USL product we possibly can mm-hmm. and then let's have relegation and promotion and maybe have that level of motivation that's there. And, and that complicates the issue, doesn't it? Because I've heard, well, somebody put forward a system, well, don't promote the MLS2 team, but promote one of the other teams that isn't an MLS team. Yeah. And, and, and it, you know, it just gets confusing. It would be any kind of promotion relegation, I guess, would be, would be better than none. Fans who are used to watching soccer in Europe, it is a completely different system over here. And tough to understand at times. Yeah. And, and then you've got the conference issue. I mean, ideal world, it would be great if everyone could just play everybody twice in one league or two leagues, you know, if the MLS split into two, Division One, Division Two, and just have it like it like it is everywhere else. Yeah, I, that's the one thing I keep coming back to with the MLS is, look, this isn't broken, right? We don't, why, I don't know why they continue to try and reinvent the wheel. Mm. They've survived where other soccer leagues in the United States have not in the past. So maybe, I, th- I think there maybe there was a time for them to have those types of safety nets in place. Yes, there are far more, I think, EPL fans right now than there are MLS fans mm-hmm. in the United States of America. Yeah, and which is wrong, isn't it? It is. It is. But I do think if you set up a legitimate system like that, where you have relegation and promotion, um, I, I don't know if you know much about Chattanooga's soccer scene. There, they put sixteen thousand or so in their little stadium in Chattanooga, and they'll sell the thing out, and it's oh, an wow. absolute riot for their for their team there. If that had a t- if they had a chance to get that team promoted, and, and it would also light a fire fire under some of the backsides of these. Uh, of you know of the Houston Dynamo and some people like that mm-hmm. that maybe have underachieved in the past. Now again, the problem is one of the problems we have in American sports is that there are no real commissioners and there's no one looking out for the good of the sport nearly as often enough. It's just a matter of ownership. They are the commissioners of the league itself, and so if they decide like what owner is going to sit and say, okay, you know, I'm willing to have my team drop down to USL or MLS two or wherever, and mm-hmm. then and and promote another team even though it means I'm not getting those television revenues yeah. because we don't have second-tier, third-tier television necessarily 
in the world of soccer right now. But yeah. I do. It, it would create it. The problem is who's going to be that team that's willing to bite the bullet at first that says, okay, yes, this year, mm. you know, um, you know, Salt Lake or you know, wh- whoever it might be, you're not going to get tele- television revenue that year. Mm. There's no owner that's going to say, I just, I mean, if you look what. There's a report that Charlotte just gave $300 million for their franchise fee. Mm. You didn't give $300 million for a franchise fee and then to be right six years later you're relegated and you, you don't, you're not able to make your money back in that you put into the pot. And that's a little bit of the problem that we have right now with the MLS. Yeah, it's like asking turkeys to vote for Christmas, isn't it? It's not going <laughs> to happen. Yeah, it's not. Okay. Mm. Um, final one, target man number nine. Who is your target man for this week? Our target man is always the person we're targeting to have the big match for this weekend, and it's always number nine for us. Oh, it's it's. I'm hoping. I'm hoping on this one. And I mentioned Norwich before. They're they're on a killing here to nothing against Liverpool, but they got to they got to get a win soon. They yeah. got to get a win soon, and Liverpool's luck has got to run out soon. Hey, now, you would think now. So my finish um, hope. Is Timu Puki? Yeah, he's got, he's, I want him to. I so want him to have a big game this week. Um, <laughs> he scored eleven goals in twenty-five games. Started like a, he went off like a rocket at the start of the season. And yeah. lately, you know, he, he just. I've watched him in some games. Had so many chances, and uh, you know that. You know that saying, couldn't it? A camel's backside with a banjo. <laughs> he, well, let's wheel that one out at the moment. He just can't. But I'm sure when he scores one, he'll uh, he'll be on a roll. So. I- if it, if if he can get an early goal, I've got hope that they can um, they can catch Liverpool off guard because Liverpool they've got to start being complacent soon, haven't they? At some point in time, right? <laughs> also, when they are complacent and they can just look, whenever you see a team, I don't care the sport that thinks they can turn a sw- flip a switch and turn it on and turn it off whenever they want to, mm-hmm. it eventually burns them. Mm-hmm. The, at some point in time, it's got to burn Liverpool, right? Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I um, who was it that played Liverpool? Oh, Southampton. And Ings was fouled on the edge of the box. They, Liverpool have had a, dropped a back pass and it wasn't called on right on their own line, and the referee didn't or didn't deem it to be a back pass. They've been, they could have been two 0 down before they scored Liverpool. So again, fans, nothing against Liverpool, and, uh, but let's see. Uh, I, I really like um, Norwich to get out of trouble. So Puki, I want you to get firing again. All right, I'll go with Obama Yang. I, I think that mm-hmm. there, there's already talk about that they could just let him walk for free at the end of next season. Goodness, that seems like a horrible decision, right? <laughs> yeah, but but really. they, they want to get back into the Champions League territory. This is the year to probably do it. So next year's what you're looking at. So do you just keep him on? Because it doesn't look like he's going to be part of the long-term plans with some of the young guys that they have. Maybe he doesn't want to be there beyond just one more season. Uh, 13 goals, I think, through 24 matches. It's time for Obama Yang to kind of get going. I, I'm going to be... Mm. I, I mean this very recently. Very, very recently. It almost seems like at times Arsenal is a worse team when they have their stars out there than when they have the young players out there. And Obama Yang's part of that. Saka has outplayed Obama Yang over the last three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and I would like to see him be just a little bit more involved in what's going on and maybe use some of that unbelievable talent that he has been gifted with uh, mm-hmm. to, to be able to have a big weekend this weekend for Arsenal. We'll come back on the other side. Final segment of the starting 11. Here's the question for you. Does Man City need to rebuild? Pep mentioned it this week, or do they just need some sm- small little tweaks? We talk about it next, starting 11, 99.1, The Sports Animal. When special guests call in to 99.1, The Sports Animal, you hear them on the Stanley Fencing and Gates Hotline, stanleyfence.com. 
Looking for children's soccer coaching outside of the club scene? Carroll Sports Academies has been coaching soccer for over 18 years. Their professional coaches keep it fun and build confidence while providing structured classes. Years of experience has helped shape their fun soccer curriculum, which prepares players for competition. Never played before? No problem. Beginners and experienced players are welcome. They truly believe children of any age should receive quality soccer coaching. Check out their website, carolsportsacademies.com. If you want a great-looking fence or secure entry gate that will stand the test of time, you need to call Stanley Fencing and Gate. Proudly serving East Tennessee since 2000, Stanley Fencing can customize your fence. Just tell Stanley Fencing your idea, they bring it to life. Offering chain link, vinyl, aluminum, wood fences. They even specialize in secure entry gates to protect your business. For customized fencing and gates backed by a warranty, choose the Stanley Fence family. Call 865-254-3844 or online at stanleyfence.com. I may be long past my prime in tossing the pigskin, but I'm just getting started tossing axes. This is VFL Eric Ainge, and I'm referring to the Smoky Mountain Axe House out in Alcoa. I'm pretty good at throwing things, but axe throwing is unlike anything I've ever done. And I'm not the only Ainge that loves axe throwing. My nine-year-old son, Turner, he's all in. Family-friendly, kid-friendly, and here's the best thing. Anyone can do it. Perfect for a corporate team building or private parties. And hey, best of luck on beating my high score. Again, for hours and lane booking and more, visit their website, smaxes.com. How would you like to invite your friends to visit you at Stamford Bridge? Or how about a family gathering at Goodison Park? These are just two of the personalized home communities available through Turner Homes right here in Knoxville. Turner Homes has six communities with home plans tailored to you from $184,000 to $600,000. They've been building locally for almost 50 years and are ready to work with you on your new dream home. Visit turnerhomes.com and design your perfect new home online now. Hey folks, Rick Terry here with Rick Terry Jewelry Designs. Guess what folks, it's that time. Everything 20 to 50% off. The sale is only once a year and just in time for Valentine's Day and goes through Valentine's Day at all locations. Farragut in downtown Knoxville on Gay Street. Check us out at rickterryjewelry.com. Rick Terry Jewelry Designs, we want to be your jeweler and we want to save you a bunch of money. Don't miss this sale. Trust your sight to the eye care team that keeps the Vols in focus. University Eye Specialists. From routine eye exams, glasses and contacts, to LASIK, cataracts and other surgical procedures, you can count on University Eye Specialists. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville and Morristown. Request an appointment today at UniversityEye.com. University Eye Specialists. Proud to serve the UT Athletics Department since 1978. Monthly service fees apply. Authorization, enrollment, and activation activities are required to receive all services. Contact institution for details. Uh, two lattes, please. On me. Yeah? Yeah. My free Casasa cashback checking account surprised me with sweet cash rewards. Well, that's thoughtful. Casasa cashback appreciates me. It also refunds my ATM withdrawal fees. <laughs> my mega bank account just takes money out every month. Sounds like it's time to move on. Take back the special treatment you deserve with Casasa cashback. Stop by your neighborhood commercial bank and ask for Casasa or visit CBTN.com. CBD Plus USA is now in Lenoir City with a new store to serve you. Stop by and visit us today at our new location, now open in Lenoir City at the corner of Highway 321 and Simpson Drive. CBD Plus USA is America's choice for safe, natural relief, and all of our CBD products are organic and high quality. Plus, first-time customers can get a 500-milligram bottle of 100% active CBD for just $19.99. CBD Plus USA. Live your best life. 
The British Invasion continues with Chris Carroll and Will West on the Starting Eleven. Brought to you by Benchmark Physical Therapy. Final segment, starting 11-991, the sports animal. Will West, Chris Carroll here with you. Remember, you can always podcast the show as soon as it is over, 991thesportsanimal.com, or we'll share it on social media, Facebook, Twitter, the whole nine yards, also RSS feed. You can subscribe to the podcast if you want to, starting 11 on the sports animal. Point number 10 is where we're at right now. Does Man City need a rebuild? Pep mentioned it this week. Now, Pep's a guy who may be going into the last year of his contract next year, unless they decide to re-up him. Um, he mentioned that maybe this summer they need a rebuild. So I'll ask you, does Man City need a rebuild, or are we just looking at a Liverpool team that's going to crush everyone, and had it not been for them, they would be running away with the Premier League yet again? Well, who am I to argue with Pep? But uh, it doesn't seem like a big, huge rebuild to me. When I, when I watch City, they still look pretty pretty good. Yeah. Um, the, the last game, the final third for Man City, it just looked like the last ball was off, a half a yard off here and there. And it just looked like one of those games. They had plenty of plenty of um, possession, lots of opportunities, just couldn't find that final pass, that final shot. Now, where I do think they're struggling is at the back. And uh, They never did really replace Vincent Company, And it looks like that he was a leader, he was strong, and the, they don't look like they've got that strong leadership back there. John Stones, hasn't, he's not quite cutting it for whatever reason. And, um, well, he was always a bit prone to a mistake and a bit lightweight. So I think they need they need tightening up at the back. They've still got Silver. He's out. Of David Silver. He's, he's going to be out of. Uh, was it David Silver? He's yeah. going to be out of um, out of contract at the end of the year. So he might be moving on. I would say two or three players. Not a complete rebuild. Um, they still look like they they all know what they're doing and they're playing for the match. It doesn't, it doesn't certainly doesn't look like they're all fed up and not playing. Man City has the money to be that team that can just close their eyes and chuck money at the problem. But doesn't it this seem like just historically in sports this would be. Small incremental changes. That's that's what yeah. you need. It's not as if Liverpool's going to be able to hold this team together probably for mm-hmm. a, another season, I don't think. I would also ask this question. If you get uh, Mendy, Stones, and Sterling back, and, and they're in health, what, why couldn't you make another run next year if that's the case? Now, to your point, David Silva and then Aguero, those two guys are going to be gone at the end of the, like over the next two seasons. Mm-hmm. So when, when I start looking at that and I say, okay, if I'm losing Silva, if I'm losing Aguero, if I'm losing maybe Leroy Sané is a guy that a lot of people have mentioned because he's yeah. a guy that's been injured as well. Yeah, is is Sané a guy that you end up having to sell to get a ton of cash so that you can rebuild maybe that back, especially the center back position? If that's the case, and you're saying, okay, well, in two seasons I'm going to lose Silva, Aguero, and and uh, Sané, then maybe I am just rebuilding this entire thing at well, this point, right? Yeah, yeah, there could be an argument for it. Yeah, but I think just Man City will go and buy Virgil Van Dyke, won't they? And that'll be that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Liverpool fans. Um, no, uh, you could make that argument. Yeah, when you, when you take one bit of the the, the 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 sort of tower away, then it looks it starts to crumble a little bit. But I, I don't think it's that bad. And then you, you've got players like Phil Foden, who's come come out of the academy, and, and a lot of City fans want to see him play more. Uh, we don't quite know how good he is because we'd never get to see him play every week. But apparently, he's very good. And as a teenager and a young guy, he's held his own, more than held his own whenever he's played in this team. Apparently, there's two or three more like him under 23s or whatever. And so, that, you are know, Man that, City yeah. fans, especially your recent Man City fans, going to be okay with building from them from your academy as mm-hmm. opposed to just chucking money at new players? Yeah, absolutely. So they might not need to. They might have them already. 
Lionel Messi, there is that uh, that pipe dream got thrown out there mm-hmm. for Man City fans just this past week by ESPN. Uh, are you buying the idea that maybe Lionel Messi ends up, especially at the cost that we're talking about there, right? If you're talking about a million dollars a week, mm. is, is that something that's on the table for them to go get someone who's darn near my age out there? He's like, He'll be 33, I guess, at the time. And yeah. you're going to pay him three times what you're paying De Bruyne. I think Messi would be good at my age. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> I'll take, true. Yeah, I'll take him. I'll take him there. Wouldn't it be great if he did come? The word is that he, he wouldn't, but. Was that Pep who said that, or somebody in Spain? Well, I guess the idea being that he he is clearly not happy with with Barcelona right now, no. and he has a clause for a one month window that he could walk away from his contract, and you wouldn't have to pay anything for him. But again, you're looking at a million dollars a week, probably being the starting price, not mm. probably the finishing price for him. Right. No, I don't think that'd hurt Man City. I think they'd go for that if he uh, if they could get him for a couple of, couple of seasons at least. Are you letting Pep be the guy who rebuilds this thing if he only has one year left on his contract? And there's probably there's a pretty strong belief that that'll be the last year for him in Man City. Oh, that's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, you'd have to trust him, really. I mean, his his record backs him up. What are, what are oh, your other options? Also, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done nothing to suggest that he he's not smart with his players, and um, you'd have to. Even if he only lasts one more year at Man City, wouldn't I rather have Pep be the guy that picks them rather than have the board just pick those players? who have nothing to do with the sport of soccer whatsoever outside of counting pennies, right? Yeah, his record's not bad, is it, of choosing yeah. players, so why wouldn't you trust him? He'd probably move on just because he's burned out or just ready for yeah, a change. Time for the next job, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We'll see how that goes. Point number 11, weekend preview. Your match of the week, and is there an upset pick for you this weekend? Another shortened week because of the winter break. Mm. The match I like is because there's interest at both ends of the table. That's, that's Villa and your Spurs. Villa 17th, they're fighting for their lives. Spurs 6th, they're fighting for that 4th spot. So both teams are going to have to go for it. Yeah. And Villa can't just sit back and hope. You can't play for a, a draw anymore down the bottom. You've got to go for the three points. Like Villa got this new... The, I haven't seen him play yet. I don't believe this um, Tanzanian, Samata, yeah. scored his first goal last week, I believe, and uh, up, up front. So hopefully he'll give him a bit of life. So I can see that being Villa going to go for it, Spurs they'll be going for it. They won't be parking the bus against Villa. I, I'll say my match of the week and my upset pick, Man U and Chelsea on Monday. That is, uh, that is, that is, I, I am floored that Chelsea's as big of a favorite as they are against Man United, but they uh, are. They're a very sizable favorite against Man United. Not quite Norwich well, against Liverpool, but not closer to Norwich and Liverpool than it is to be in a 50-50 proposition according to the betting market. So, uh, I, I think I think that's an interesting one, yeah. and I think it also just feels like that Man United one where everyone says, "Up, oh, look at Solskjaer's got this figured out. Look, here's the guy. We, everything's fine now." <laughs> and then you lose two in a row, like much like the Man City win in, in cup play, uh-huh. where it was like, "Oh, look at Solskjaer. It's all good. He's won the Derby. Everything's fine. <laughs> Nothing to see here." It feels like another one of those spots for Man United that they're able to pick up the victory against Chelsea, and for Chelsea, for us to all freak out and say, "Oh, Chelsea's falling apart. They don't yeah. have enough." They have nothing in front of net, and then they, you know, no one passes them for fourth, and they end up in a Champions League place. Yeah. Not to be negative about this, or bitter about <laughs> first, man, but it's kind of the way I look at this, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Now, my upset, I've got Arsenal v. Newcastle. The upset, just to be clear, would be Newcastle beating <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> would be Newcastle, I thought you'd like that. It would be Newcastle beating Arsenal. Uh, I know Arsenal got some firepower and some skill. I still, they've, they've got a soft underbelly. Alan San Maximan. Their new signing, uh, he scored a great goal in the FA Cup Oxford against Oxford. Uh, Andy Carroll hopefully coming back uh, as well for both for Newcastle, and I think they could upset. I think they could upset Arsenal. That is Chris Caroline, Will West, starting eleven. Remember, 
get the podcast. If you missed the entire show, you can catch it all at 991thesportsanimal.com. If you end up missing a show on a Wednesday night, 7 to 8 o'clock, we're always on, but the podcast will always be up just after 8 o'clock, 991thesportsanimal.com, on Facebook or on Twitter. Thanks for giving us your time. Chesney Dentistry is a local family-owned general dentist practice serving Knoxville since 1983. At Chesney Dentistry, they've been earning the trust of patients and their families by investing time in understanding their unique dental needs. With highly personalized dental service, they are committed to the highest standards of superior clinical care and integrity to help their patients achieve their healthiest, brightest smile. Chesney Dentistry, with two convenient locations in West and North Knoxville. Schedule a visit today at ChesneyDentistry.com. Benchmark Physical Therapy is a leading physical therapy provider dedicated to bringing you back to your best. Benchmark focuses on proven methods, people helping people. Benchmark has more advanced certified clinicians than anyone in the region and outcomes that exceed national standards. Benchmark therapists know the importance of establishing trust with their patients. With over 30 locations in the Knoxville area, we have one close to you, including Harriman, Farragut, Kodak, and North Shore Drive. Visit BenchmarkPT.com for a location near you. Double tax return down payment up to $5,000 cannot be combined with other offers or sale price units. Nissan Altima, Nissan Rogue, or Prio. You're gonna drive to Oak Ridge Nissan. Peace, Tennessee Scott Grop for Oak Ridge Nissan, and love is in the air. Be our Valentine during our President's Day sale with deals like this. How about a Nissan Altima or a Nissan Rogue starting at $18,888? Thousands less than the competition. I love that, but I was hoping for a low monthly payment. This weekend, Oak Ridge Nissan will double your down payment or tax return, and you can get payments as low as $189 a month. That's double awesome, but when do my payments start? How about no payments until October? Shazam! With deals like this, I should run for president. Don't be Cupid. Make that 10-minute drive and save thousands of dollars during Oak Ridge Nissan's President's Day sale, and that's why... You're gonna drive to Oak Ridge Nissan. Let's face it, credit cards are pretty much a necessity. New tires for the car? Uh, Here's my card. I take my daughter and her college friends out for sushi. Here's my card. And most of us just accept the high interest rates credit cards charge as a necessary evil. What are you going to do? Here's what you can do. Get a low fixed rate credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream and pay off those credit card balances. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and you could get your money as soon as the day you apply. The average credit card company charges over 19% APR, but with Lightstream, you can get a fixed rate as low as 5.95% APR with AutoPay. Now I can pay off my high-interest credit cards and save money with a much lower rate. Thanks, Lightstream. Want an even lower interest rate? Apply today at lightstream.com slash radio and get an additional interest rate discount. That's lightstream.com slash radio for an additional discount. Lightstream.com slash radio. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com forward slash radio for more information. Fastest two hours in radio is back. Food City and Trend Center's Media Group presents the Lead Lab. Live from the garages of Daytona International Speedway, the fastest two hours of radio goes three hours. This Saturday, 10 to 1, live from Daytona, the Pit Boss and the Hat Man are back. Strap in for the Lead Lab, Saturday, only on Sports Radio WNML.